Hello and thank you for joining us for uh, just a bit of time in the Word of God today. Uh, in the last few days, we've been talking about the fact that we are a new creation in Christ. Uh, and I've shown you that that many Christians, the, the, the fact that we are a new creation is not as real to a lot of us. Sometimes people know something in their head, but are not established in it. And sometimes some people have never even heard about the fact that we're a new creation. So we've been exploring what it means and the reality of the fact that God has recreated us. A creative miracle happened in our spirits when we received Jesus. And we really are a new creation. And that new creation is not the same as the old creation. The old creation was under oppression and under the darkness and the power of the enemy and under the power of sin. But the new creation is born and created in righteousness and in the light and created in Christ Jesus, free from all of those things. So we've, we've seen we need to establish our identity, get to know who we are as a new creation. Um, and yesterday I looked at the fact that in order to do that, it's, we've got to find out who the, who, what the epistles reveal to us. Paul's writings particularly, uh, God used him to bring an understanding of the, our identity, who we are in Christ. Uh, and it's so important that we get established in these and these truths become real to us. So good morning. It's good to see you, Patrice, and, and, and anyone else joining us. Um, I, I want to look today, I want to start looking at a little bit of the identity of who this new man is, this new creation. Uh, so let's go to Ephesians chapter 2. And I'm going to highlight one particular truth that is, is incredibly powerful and really eye-opening when we begin to realize the impact of this truth. Now, we could look at the context from Ephesians 2 verse 11, uh, and he's talking about Jews and Gentiles. He's talking about how we, uh, before we received Christ, we were far out. We were aliens. We were strangers. And you notice the tense there. He talks about the way things used to be before we received Jesus. And I'm not going to focus primarily on the, the fact that in this passage, he's illustrating some things between Jew and Gentile. But I, I want to show you something he says in verse 19. Uh, and in verse 19, he's talking about the way things are now, now that we're in Christ. And, and, and we need to get a hold of what he's saying here. Uh, Ephesians 19 says, now, therefore, you are no longer strangers and foreigners. Notice the word foreigners there. Uh, but fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God. Um, you know, well, let me point out what I'm going to say here and then we'll say it. <laughs> uh, that, that phrase, fellow citizens, he brings in the idea of citizenship. We are citizens. We're, well, you know, what is the citizenship all about? I think sometimes that you can have such a small, small phrase in the Bible and you can miss the power of what it's saying. So I want to give you some real powerful revelations there about what citizenship meant. You know, even these days in the modern world, being a citizen of a country has some meaning. You know, you can get access into the country without visas and you can come and go. And you can, maybe you get certain rights and freedoms that non-citizens do not have. But we, need to, we also need to be careful about interpreting scripture with our 21st century understanding without understanding what it meant in the day it was written. Now, when Paul used the illustration of citizenship, uh, he was writing this within the Roman Empire. 
And I want to give you a little bit of understanding about what being a citizen meant in the Roman Empire, because this already just opened your eyes to some things. And I'm going to show you how Paul used his citizenship as a Roman in certain contexts. And he, Paul knew this. Paul understood citizens have rights and citizens have freedoms. Okay, Under the Roman Empire, not everybody in the Roman Empire was a citizen of Rome. Uh, you had to either be born in Rome or born in what was called a colony of Rome. Now, you could be born in a colony, which was another city that had special status in the empire. And if you were born in that city, you, you, you were treated as if you had been born in Rome, even though the cities were in different places. And in fact, Philippi, uh, where Paul wrote the book of Philippians, Philippi was a colony. Philippi had very special status in the Roman Empire. And if you were born in, in, in Philippi, it was you were treated as if you were born in Rome itself. You were given Roman citizenship. And some people paid a lot of money for their citizenship. They would buy citizenship because being a citizen in, in the Roman Empire had a lot of meaning and it brought a lot of freedom and rights that non-citizens did not have. Now, let me just read this to you and then I'll explain a bit more. I said that about Philippians because in Philippians, Paul mentions our citizenship again. Now, he's talking to the Philippian church. He wrote this to Philippa, to the Philippians, and he's talking to people who really understood what citizenship meant. Now, he doesn't explain when he says this what he means because they knew what citizenship meant. He just makes the statement, Philippians 3.20 says, for our citizenship is in heaven, from which we so eagerly wait for, for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Our citizenship is in heaven. And in fact, one translation translates it, you are a colony of heaven. Now, to the Philippians who were a colony of Rome, they knew exactly what that meant. They didn't need explanation. However, 2,000 years on, we need a bit of explanation. We need to know. Now, like I said, if you were born in Philippi, you were treated as if you had been born in Rome, even though Rome and Philippi were, 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 were apart. Now, get a hold of this. We might not be in heaven yet, but and we might, when we receive Jesus and we're born again and we become a new creation, that might take place here on the earth. However, we are still a colony of heaven, which means being born here into Christ, we are treated as if we are citizens of heaven. And we are given the same status of citizens in heaven, even though we've not yet been to heaven yet. We're born, but when we're born in Christ, anyone born in Christ is given that citizenship as if they were born in heaven itself. And, and, and wow, they just they get so much out of that. Right now, in the Roman Empire, most a large percentage of the Roman Empire were slaves. Uh, the, the, the Roman Empire thrived on slavery. And, and I don't want to get into the whole issue of slavery right now. It's not the focus of what I'm talking about. It wasn't a good thing that it was like that. Okay. And but Paul wrote the scriptures in context of the political system that he was under. And it, some of the statements that he said really reveal some things. Now, Paul talked about how uh, people who are outside of Christ are slaves. They are slaves to sin. They are slaves to darkness. And in a sense, if you, if you read that in context of, of, of the natural environment he was uh, writing in, you realize he's, he's showing an, almost an allegory of how things are in the spirit. 
and he's showing the spiritual slavery, the condition of mankind, the human beings around us under that condition of spiritual slavery. However, Paul says this, he says, there are certain people who are citizens of the empire, <laughs> the Roman empire then and the natural or the kingdom is the right word for us in the realm of spirit. Um, and even in the Roman Empire, even if you were not a slave, you, you could just be a, a normal person in the empire, and you, but you were not necessarily a citizen. Not everybody in the Roman Empire was a citizen of Rome and a citizen. Now, if, 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 if something bad happened, if you were robbed or if you were mugged or let's say someone beat you up and left you on the side of the street. And and, and, they, and even you died in your dead body on the side of the street there. If some if the Roman Roman soldiers walked past and they saw your dead body there, the first question they wanted to ask is, were you a Roman? Were you a Roman citizen? Now, if you were not a Roman citizen, they were not really that bothered that you'd just been killed on the side of the road. It didn't mean a lot to them. If you were a Roman citizen, it had meaning. Now they wanted to know who killed you. It was important to them because citizens had status had freedoms, had rights, and, and that non-citizens did not have. And this is, this is how it works for us Christians. Many Christians have not, to be, not, not gotten a hold of the fact that my citizenship is in heaven, and that brings with it rights and freedoms within the kingdom. That brings with it status in the kingdom. Paul is using this illustration. The Philippians knew exactly what he meant when he said, you're a, you're a citizen. Now, let's go look in the book of Acts, and I want to show you how Paul's Roman citizenship benefited him. And it, it's a good illustration to show you how he used his citizenship, because Paul was a Roman citizen. He had the status within the Roman Empire. And in fact, he used it a number of times as he was traveling around, because he knew that that gave him certain freedoms and rights within the empire. Many Christians get upset when you talk about your rights in Christ, and they don't like terminology like that. But this very truth right here about being a citizen indicates rights. You have rights within the kingdom of God. Now, let's look at this in Acts chapter 16. Now, I might not get time to look at both, both of the major passages where Paul does this, but I want to show you this in one of them. Acts 16, it actually happened in Philippi itself. This is when Paul first went to Philippi. And he's taking the gospel there. Now, there were some people there who didn't like what Paul was preaching. In fact, in, in Acts chapter 16, verse 12, you see Paul, uh, it's mentioned there that, that Philippi was a colony. Now, that, that, we, we, don't, we don't capture what that means there when we just read it. That meant being a colony in the Roman Empire meant in born there, it's as if you were born in Rome itself. It had status in the kingdom in the empire, <laughs> okay? Now, Acts chapter 16, what happens? There's some people who are not very happy about Paul when he first went to Philippi to preach the gospel. And, 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 and they, they, didn't want, they didn't want things happening in this city because they knew that that would, could cause them problems with Rome if, if there was unrest in the city. They didn't want that. So they, they grabbed Paul and they took him before the magistrates and they, he was arrested. Now look at what happens, Acts chapter 16 and verse 20. It says, and they brought, him, they brought them, this is Paul and his traveling companions. They brought them to the magistrates and said, these men being Jews. Now they're emphasizing his nationality. They are Jews. Okay. These men being Jews exceedingly trouble our city. See, no one had actually said to Paul, are you a Roman? They, they just assumed he was not. He's just a Jew, so he's a Roman. 
and in verse 21, and they teach customs which are not lawful for us, being Romans. Now, they emphasize their citizenship. We are Romans. That didn't just mean they grew up in the Roman Empire. That meant they were Roman citizens. Why? Because Philippi was a place where people who born there had citizenship. So when they said, we, we are Romans, that, they were saying, we're Roman citizens. Okay, being Roman to receive or to observe. Then the multitude rose up together against them and the magistrates tore off their clothes. They were angry at what's happening with and what Paul is doing. They haven't even checked, is he a citizen? They just assume he's not. Okay, and commanded them to be beaten with rods. I said, go take him and beat him. And they just beat him. No one, no, there's no trial here. There's no checking whether he should be beaten. They assume I can beat him, so they beat him. Now, if they'd known he was Roman, they would never have done that. You could, you, that was that was illegal. You, that was very serious in the Roman Empire to just take a Roman and beat him without a trial. In fact, Romans had the right to appeal all the way up to Caesar. In fact, we even saw Paul did that. He said, I want my, my case heard before Caesar. Not everybody in the Roman Empire could do that. Paul could because he was a Roman citizen. Right? So they beat Paul. And it says in verse 23, and when they laid and when they had laid many stripes on them, they beat, they threw them to prison. Not only did they beat them, but they threw them into prison. And, and they that was a place of, 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 of oppression and beating. And they, they, they'd beaten on their back. And interesting, I don't have time to go into this right now, but in a spiritual sense, the Bible equates a physical beating to sickness and disease. That's why the Bible says, by Jesus' stripes. He was beaten, so we have to be. But here we see they are physically beaten. They're thrown in prison, and, and they just kept there. Nobody's even asked, are you Roman? No, no, no questions going on. Then they're nobody because they're not citizens. And, and, uh, and then uh, verse 24 talks about they put in the inner prison, and they tied up, and they, their feet are put in stocks. Now let's jump a little bit just for time's sake to verse 37. And verse 37, it says, but Paul said to them, they have beaten us openly, uncondemned Romans. Now he brings up his citizenship. He didn't speak up before because, he, because in fact, God used the situation to, to reach the jailer and, 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 and on that place. And there were some things going on. And after that happened, Paul speaks up and he says, we are Roman citizens. You have beaten us and you had no right to. You've beaten us. You've put us in prison and you've thrown us into prison. And, and, and now they just want to sweep us under the carpet. Paul spoke up and he said, I'm a citizen. You can't do that to me. Get a hold of this, Christians. We are citizens of heaven. The enemy can't just come in and beat us and oppress us. And we are, we, we don't, we, so often we just lie down and we, oh, we just got to take it. You know, maybe the, maybe the Lord has a reason for it. No, we are citizens. Get a hold of the fact I'm a citizen of heaven. And Paul spoke up. He, he said, I'm a Roman citizen. You can't do this to me. He spoke up for his rights. He knew what it meant to be a citizen. And he knew he could not just oppress citizens, beat them and throw them into prison. And it says in verse 38, and the officers, when they heard this, the officers told these words to the magistrates. They said, this guy's a Roman citizen. And notice this, they were afraid when they heard that they were Romans. That put fear into those magistrates 
because they realized we had done this to a citizen and we had no right to do that because citizens have rights. You could read Acts 22 as well, how Paul used his citizenship and he spoke up. Get a hold of the fact that Paul, this is why Paul, when he wrote to the Philippians, we are citizens of heaven. Citizens have rights. They have freedoms. You can't just beat a citizen. You can't just oppress a citizen without cause. You can't just come in and do whatever you want to a, to, to a citizen. We really need to get to know who we are in Christ. We need to get to know our status within the kingdom. I have citizenship. I am treated by God himself as if I had been born in heaven. I might have been born, received Jesus and born again on this earth, but we're a colony. My birth in Christ gives me that freedom of citizenship. Speak up for your rights like Paul did. Don't be afraid to. That's, I can't speak up. Oh, you know, maybe I've got to accept these things. Speak up. Paul did it. He was not afraid. He knew because I'm a citizen, I'm going to speak up when, when the enemy tries to oppress me and say, you can't do that. You can't do that. You don't have the right to. You can't just bring that into my life. To meditate on the fact and really begin to get a hold of the fact of what it means to be a citizen of heaven. The freedoms and the rights and the privileges and the status that that brings. And there's freedom, and there's power. The more you get to know these different truths of who we are in Christ, each one of them just adds up and it builds you to this incredible place of strength and stability in God, where you know who you are, you know your rights, you know the enemy can't just bring things into your life and get away with it. And you begin to understand the access and the, the, the status you have before God. You're not a nobody before God anymore. You're a citizen. You're a member of the household. And this is all part of who we are as a new creation. I'm a new man. I'm a new creation in Christ Jesus. I've been birthed with, with heavenly citizenship. Hallelujah. So we're going to spend a bit more time talking about some of these things, but it's just so powerful. I encourage you to go read Acts 16 and Acts 22 and look at how Paul spoke up for his citizenship and think about that in, in a spiritual sense. And think about speaking up when, when the enemy just tries to oppress and throw you in prison and, and beat you. And begin to say, no, you can't do that to a citizen. I've got rights. So thank you for listening today. And God bless you. I will be back on Sunday night. I'll be doing some teaching on healing. at uh, I think it's 7 o'clock on Sunday nights. We do a teaching every Sunday on healing. And then we'll be back again on Monday for these daily short 15 to 20 minute teachings. So thank God that his, his grace is upon you and that his hand is upon you this weekend. And just keep stick, stick in this truth of being a new creation and understanding who I am in Christ. God bless you.